Two years into the pandemic, Omicron is once again forcing houses of worship and their congregants online. But WBEC's Adora Namigade found going back and forth between online and in-person services has presented distinct challenges and growth opportunities for people of faith. The choir at St. Luke's Episcopal Church in Evanston helped draw parishioner Tom Wallstrom to the church when he moved there a decade ago. I think the best way to describe the approach at St. Luke's is that it's beautiful and it's a beautiful space with beautiful music and the beauty we create worshiping together brings me closer to God and and I think that's what keeps me going. That beauty feels harder for Wallstrom to access in some ways because of COVID-19. It's been frustrating. I, I thought we were done with the pandemic last summer. Services first went online in March 2020. Later in the fall, St. Luke's added an outdoor option. Hybrid streaming and indoor services started again last February. But when the Omicron variant hit the United States at the end of November, houses of worship, including St. Luke's, had to reconsider how to handle services. Faith leaders of all denominations want to keep people engaged no matter the setting, but find coordinating both online and in-person services can be difficult. Beth Amet, Free Synagogue Director of Operations, Jeff Press, says the synagogue had to start offering an online option again a few weeks ago because Omicron was impacting attendance. It was going down. It's that combination of the current influx as well as just the natural Midwestern, it's really cold outside on a Friday night um, situation. Press says enforcing safety measures in person can be taxing. He wants to welcome those who opt out of mask wearing online while keeping those who worship in person safe. And having to be that person that said to uh, an, an 85-year-old person, can you please pull up your mask? Um, it's hard. In addition to presenting awkward social situations, the measures congregations have to take to protect people's health can be financially strenuous. Despite the hardships, congregants have found ways to grow in their faith. In between permanent locations, Masjid al-Taqwa and the city's south side went online at the start of the pandemic as well. Imam Tariq Alamin leads Juma for Masjid al-Taqwa congregants on Zoom. Kiel Abdullah Peebles has been a member of Alamin's mosque for around 15 years. She says the move online has forced her to grapple with listening to her inner voice and her needs. When worship moved online, she found herself squirming in the discomfort of silence. There's no more distractions. You, you ain't going nowhere. There's no place to go. Peoples grew closer to Allah and learned more about herself once the pandemic forcibly gave her the space to quiet her mind. With the lack of distractions, she learned how to more honestly face her deepest thoughts. I got okay with being uncomfortable. Maybe I needed the whole two plus years. But to be able to now be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Even though Peebles and Wallstrom say worshiping online is not ideal, they used the struggles to create new patterns that ultimately improved their prayer lives. And while it was disappointing that the pandemic didn't end last summer, parishioner Wallstrom says that it opened the door for him to deepen his faith practice. I started new routines, and, and one, of the new, one of the new routines I started was, you know, I started every day uh, with a prayer, meditation, and exercise just to begin the day. It's a routine he didn't have before the pandemic, but he's glad that so far it's proving sustainable. Now in, in Omicron's 
highlighting that once again. It seems like every decision we're making about where to go and what to do, we, it's at least a factor involved in that. And that matters for how we're living out our faith and how we're doing all kinds of other things as well. While congregations are taking it week by week, their faith remains resolute. Adora Namigade, WBEZ News.